listening to Nightlight. Yes, you're listening to Nightlight. Nice to be with you for another program. And we've got a great variety of songs and inspirations on the program for you today, plus some brand new songs. And I think you'll really enjoy this one. Something brand new from Keith Yoke. you said instead of counting stars and making wars and there'd be plenty of bread it seems the more we learn the less we know about things that mean the most what good's all the technology if the world goes up in smoke if we just try and do the things you said Instead of bombs and build bridges instead of walls Then we could have peace on earth Instead of hunger, pain and wars Instead of trying to prove it all made itself With no real reason to rhyme Running around in circles Such a waste of time If we just try and do the things you said promising you an interview with Keith for some time now, but I managed to make contact with him. He's in Rio de Janeiro, so there's a big time difference. We're going to have to arrange our timings, but I can promise you soon we're going to get to hear more about Keith and hear some more of his songs. Shining Love's Light. You're listening to Nightlight. Okay, here's the first of our inspirations tonight, and it's called Present Seeds, Future Blossoms. You're right. It's nightlight. Walking through a botanical garden in Kolkata, India, I was enthralled by the vibrant and vivid colors of the flowers. For a few hours, I felt like I'd been transported away from the hustle of the city and into a world of beauty. On my way out, I popped into the office to compliment the staff on the good job they do in arranging and caring for the plants. The director was in that day, and he was happy to share information about the place. I learned that the missionary William Carey started this institution, the oldest of its kind in India, in 1820, 
with a goal of helping the local people in a practical way. He saw the local farmers using inferior seeds and ineffective farming techniques, and he wanted to improve their livelihoods and help them to realize, as he put it, the capabilities of the soil to enrich a nation to an almost indefinite extent. Carey's vision was a whole lot greater than just planting and exhibiting pretty flowers. He gathered near-extinct species of plants and nurtured them in the society's garden so they'd be preserved for the future. He also included maize, cotton tea, sugarcane and cinchona from various countries and introduced the concept of plantation farming to this part of India. He was successful in imparting this vision to others, and the society he created helped pioneer the introduction of a wide array of cereals, cash crops, fruits, vegetables, and other trees and plants. I was struck by how Carey's legacy lives on almost two centuries after he had his initial idea. When he started this garden, it was a completely out-of-the-box concept and it's likely that he faced many challenges and much opposition. Yet, in addition to caring for his ill wife, translating the Bible into several local languages, and trying to abolish the practice of sati, widow immolation, Carey persevered. The garden was moved several times until it was finally established at its present location in 1870. Here, it has survived wars, riots, droughts, and disasters. The vast land area it sits on is now prime real estate in the center of the city, and I'm sure there are quite a few people who would like to see it turned over to more profitable development schemes. But the garden has become a valuable asset for the community, and it's unlikely to be surrendered to greed. To attempt a project like this today in this location would be a monumental, if not impossible, task. It was Carey's foresight and hard work all those years ago that make it possible for people today to enjoy a little taste of heaven on earth. It made me realize that what we do now can have a huge impact on the future and the generations to come. Carey's work on the garden shows what a legacy we can leave behind. He followed his vision and it has borne much fruit, both literally and figuratively. We sometimes don't fully appreciate the magnitude of our influence. Every soul we touch or help will have a ripple effect down through the ages into eternity. But it takes breaking the ground and planting that first seed to make a garden.
winter of my life I could hear the angels sing Ever beckoning to come back to the source of everything There was some remorse but also joy as I could hear him say Welcome back and joy forever what I've done for you this day Seasons of my life I learned that everything belongs To love God and one another is the purpose of our song He that sows and tears will reap and joy and gather his reward In the seasons of my life I learned to love and trust the Lord I love that everything belongs To love God and one another Is the purpose of our song He that sows and tears will reap And joy and gather his reward In the seasons of my life I love to love and trust the Lord Blossom song called Seasons, and I said, I think, on the program that I've come across a whole bunch of songs from David Blossom. He sent me a couple of years ago, and I haven't played a lot of them on the program, so I'm kind of uh, going through them and trying to play at least one on each program, if I can fit it in somewhere, and that's a beautiful song called Seasons. Bringing you peace in the midst of the storm, you're listening to Nightlight. A person had a dream in which heaven and hell were pictured as two banquets. In hell, the tables stretched for as far as the eye could see, and they were all filled with every possible good thing to eat and drink. People were seated at the tables, but they were all starving, emaciated, skin-on-skeleton figures. A closer look revealed that they were chained in such a way that they could reach the food and pick it up, but the chains prevented them from bringing the food to their mouths. In the ultimate cruelty, they were dying of starvation with food in their hands. In heaven, the tables also stretched for as far as the eye could see, and they were filled with all the same wonderful choices as in hell. And just as in hell, the people were all chained in such a way that they could pick up the food, but not bring it to their own mouths. However, in this banquet hall, the people were all healthy, laughing, singing, and enjoying themselves. The difference? In heaven, they had realized that although they couldn't feed themselves, the chains allowed them to feed each other. Well, of course, you don't have to wait to go to heaven to have a heavenly time or to have heaven in your heart. And you can have a heavenly time right here on earth as this next song uh, brings out from Michael Dooley something brand new. And I think you'll really enjoy this song, something very different in a jazz style, the old jazz of the 1940s and 50s. Just for the heaven of it, let's learn to dance. Let's go to France, stroll down the shores to Lise. Just for the heaven of it, let's take a plane. Sunny Spain, catch that new show by Bizet. And if life starts getting boring, then we'll just go exploring till we end up on some distant desert island. We'll sit there on the shore, still wondering if there's more, but then decide to rest a little while. And just for the heaven of it, gaze out to sea, watching our dreams floating on clouds above it. You've only got one shot at life, gotta live it, gotta love it. So let's do this thing just for the heaven of it.
just for the heaven of it, let's take a cruise. Nothing to lose. Saved a few thousand dollars, just for the heaven of it, let's hit Brazil. Tune up our skills with some, some of that salsa scholars. And if life gets too predictable, we'll catch a train to Istanbul and find ourselves an oriental mystery. Then after a while, I'm sailing down the line, we'll be sitting on the sand beside the Red Sea. Just for the heaven of it, you and me, watching our dreams, floating on clouds above it. You've only got one shot at life, gotta live and gotta love it. So let's do this thing, let's have this fling. Cause life is a gift, it's a wonderful thing. Give your spirit a lift, let your passion take wings, and we'll have this fling. Just for the heaven of it. Just for the heaven of it. That's a brand new album called In Too Deep by Michael Dooley singing along with Rachel Thorne and they have a jazz duo and a bunch of jazz players joining in with them there and they recorded that in Canberra, Australia. If you'd like a copy of that CD, it's available online and you just go to CD Baby and if you look for In Too Deep, that's I-N-2-D-E-E-P, you'll find the album there. A lot more great songs and I'll include a few more on upcoming nightlight shows. Nightlight. You're listening to an international edition of Nightlight, shining God's love light to the world. A mother once took her young son, who was just beginning to learn to play the piano, to hear the world-famous pianist Jan Paderewski in concert. After an usher showed them to their seats, the mother spotted a friend in the audience and walked down the aisle to greet her. The little boy saw that as his opportunity to explore the wonders of the concert hall and eventually explored his way through a door marked No Admittance. When the house lights dimmed and the concert was about to begin, the mother returned to her seat and discovered that her son was missing. Suddenly, the curtains parted and the spotlights focused on the impressive grand piano on stage. In horror, the mother saw her little boy sitting at the keyboard, innocently picking out Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. At that moment, Padruski made his entrance, quickly moved to the piano, and whispered in the boy's ear, Don't quit, keep playing. Then Padruski leaned over, reached down with his left hand, and began filling in a bass part. Soon his right arm reached around to the other side of the child, and added a third part. Together, the old master and the young novice transformed a frightening situation into a wonderfully creative experience. The audience was mesmerized. That's the way it is with our Heavenly Father. What we can accomplish on our own is hardly noteworthy. We try our best, but the results aren't exactly graceful, flowing music. But with the hands of the master, our life's work truly can be beautiful. Next time you set out to accomplish great feats, listen carefully. You can hear the voice of the Master whispering in your ear, Don't quit, keep playing. Feel his loving arms around you. Know that his strong hands are there, helping you turn your feeble attempts into true masterpieces. Remember, God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. As long as you're trying your best to do what He knows is best, He'll always be there to love and guide you on to great things. hard to start all over When you thought you had it made It's like dying every day So hard to forsake Those dreams you've created So you busted back to nothing 
just a cog in that big wheel And you fight to the end Or just trying to see Something that's real Let him break you He'll remake you And you'll shine with God's new light He's the potter You're the vessel Let him mold you as he likes He knows exactly what he's doing You're part of a master plan But you still wonder why Hang your head and you cry Oh, I just don't understand So you finally reach your limit And you're smiling through your tears As His love floods your soul You're ready to go And the vessel is a whole Let Him break you He'll remake you And you'll shine with God's new light He's the potter You're the vessel Let Him mold you as He likes Now don't try to run away There's no use trying to hide Just surrender your will to Him And give Him break you Oh, He'll remake you And you'll shine with God's new light He's the potter Yes, He is And you're the vessel Let Him mold you as He likes As He Sam Halbert, he's the potter. And it's great news that Sam and some of his friends have been recording an album and the album is ready. He's just about to send me a preview of it. I'm not allowed to play anything yet until it's had its official release, but it'll be nice to have some new songs from a great singer songwriter. And that's uh, Sam Halbert, also known as Singing Sam. Visit our website at radioact.org. Yes, you can visit our website and there are lots of shows there, about 80 different international shows there. And also, if you go to our Facebook page at Night Light Shows, you'll also see some of the local shows there that I produce for Uganda Radio where we have our nightlight show on live five days a week. Also on Sunday mornings, I host a program called Get Activated, a two-hour show every Sunday morning. I've been doing that for many, many years, about 12 years now. So Nightlight and Get Activated, very well known here in Uganda and also becoming popular over the internet in other parts of the world. So praise the Lord. Tell your friends about the show and please do go into our website at www.radioact.org. You're right. It's Nightlight. And time now for one of C.H. Spurgeon's classic daily devotionals from Faith's Checkbook. God's promise keeps. Cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many days. Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 1. 
We must not expect to see an immediate reward for all the good we do. Nor must we always confine our efforts to places and persons which seem likely to yield us a recompense for our labors. The Egyptian cast his seed upon the waters of the Nile, where it might seem a sheer waste of corn. But in due time, the flood subsides, the rice or other grain sinks into the fertile mud, and rapidly a harvest is produced. Let us today do good to the unthankful and the evil. Let us teach the careless and the obstinate. Unlikely waters may cover hopeful soil. Nowhere shall our labor be in vain in the Lord. It is ours to cast our bread upon the waters. It remains with God to fulfill the promise, Thou shalt find it. He will not let His promise fail. His good word which we have spoken shall live, shall be found, shall be found by us. Perhaps not just yet, but someday we shall reap what we have sown. We must exercise our patience, or perhaps the Lord may exercise it. After many days, says the scripture, and in many instances, those days run into months and years. And yet, the word stands true. God's promise will keep. Let us mind that we keep the precept and keep it this day.
trust, you got a reason. The Rock by Peter Amsterdam. Adapted. My wife Maria and I recently returned from a trip to Switzerland, where we stayed with some friends who live by a lake. While there, I would often look out the window at the beautiful lake and surrounding mountains. There was one mountain in particular which stood out to me. It jutted up like a gigantic rock, and each morning when we opened the curtains, I would look at it and marvel at how majestically it towered over the lake. Whenever I went in and out of the house, I'd paused for a few moments to take in the beautiful view and scenery, and would invariably end up focusing on the mountain. Some days the sky was blue and clear, and the mountain seemed close enough to reach out and touch. One day the top half of the mountain was covered in clouds, and all that could be seen were the trees which reached halfway up, while the rest was obscured. Another morning, because of fog. It wasn't possible to see the mountain at all. On our last morning in Switzerland, I was thinking about a number of friends and the various experiences and challenges they had been facing. One found himself fighting a severe, life-threatening illness virtually from one day to the next, which required months of being in the hospital, uncertain whether he would recover or not. One couple had plans in place which would help them financially, but at the very last minute. These fell through. Another was moving her family to another country without knowing all the details about how things would work out once she arrived. One couple's Christian work, which they'd had for years, was coming to an end, and they didn't yet know what God wanted them to do next. Another man lost his job at the same time he and his wife were facing some sickness in their family, and he hadn't yet been able to find a new one. As I thought about these dear friends and. So many others were faced with uncertainty. I was reminded of what I had observed while looking at the mountain over the previous days. How, on some days, the mountain was so clear, so obviously there, while on other days parts of it were obscure, and on the foggy day I couldn't see it at all. And yet, whatever the weather, even when it couldn't be seen, the mountain was there. Fog or clouds or raging storms might make it difficult to see or even invisible, but it was still there, standing strong, and immovable. I was struck by the courage of these people, and of countless others who face the uncertainties of life with deep faith, even when God's presence in their lives is less evident. The Bible verse we walk by faith, not by sight, came to mind. The fact is that, like the mountain, God, in all His majesty, is always there. Whether we see or feel Him is irrelevant to the fact that He is there. Through all the storms of our lives, through the times of uncertainty or confusion or weakened faith, through the fears, the questions, the doubts, the loss, He is there. Sometimes things are bright and sunny in our lives. And God's blessings are very clear to us. At other times, like when the top of the mountain is covered in clouds, it's a bit more difficult to see or feel His presence. And in the dense fog of uncertainty, one can question if He's there at all. But He is like the mountain; nothing has changed on His side. He is there, solid, immovable, ever loving. Ever caring, never failing. Looking at this mountain, this gigantic rock rising above the lake, brought to mind the stability of God, the sureness of His presence and help, regardless of the circumstances. We may worry or fear, we may doubt or be unsure. The storms that seem to engulf our lives at times can make it seem like He's not there, not listening, or not concerned. But the simple fact is that the storms, the fog, and the winds in life don't affect the presence of God any more than these elements in nature affect that mountain. God is there, always. He will never leave or forsake us.
Our faith may fail, but he isn't dependent on our faith, for he is the rock, the mountain, the faithful one upon whom we can depend always. I go out on my own Gonna leave the nest behind I see myself turning the page In my heart and mind I got little or no idea Of what lies ahead of me I made my bed How I sleep in it I'm gonna see I'm burning daylight standing here Best be on my way and turn the page. If you wanna know how the story goes, turn the page. Hey, I'm gonna leave this house once again. I'll turn the page. I'll carry with me what I've learned into a brighter. That's what life is all about But that one, Turn the Page, fits so nicely with that inspiration called The Rock, which preceded it. Anyway, praise the Lord. Well, you know, life has its twists and turns, and we don't know what tomorrow can hold. We don't even know how long we have in this life. Our lives may be shorter. You know, we have some very dear friends, a very large family who we interact with a lot, and my children are friends with their children. And whilst I was away in Jerusalem, I heard that their 19-year-old daughter, Karen, died. They just went to her room in the morning and she'd passed away. The Lord took her and there wasn't any reason. There was no, she hadn't been sick. She was perfectly fine the night before. She just died. And the doctors can't even find any medical reason why it happened. It's extraordinary. Of course, it was a shock, a heartbreak. I can't even imagine how it would be with my own children if in the morning you go to their bed and they're dead. Praise the Lord, but at such times, well, it really, really focuses your faith in Jesus, trusting him that our children are are his, our children are just gifts on loan, and he can take them back at any time. Praise the Lord, but Karen, well, she's in heaven now, but I bet 
She had plans for her whole life ahead and what she was going to do after she left school or college. And well, that wasn't the Lord's plan for her. So the Lord has the plan for each of us and we don't know what it may be. Our lives may be short, we may live into our 90s. But one thing that we can be sure of is that if we live each day for Jesus, then he will lead and guide our steps. And when it's time for us to go to the Lord, it will be his time. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. But you don't know how long you have to make your impact in this world, in the lives of others. Praise you, Jesus. So let's live each day as if it was our last. If you did know that tomorrow would be your last day, how would you live it differently than you live today? So please help us, Lord, to value our time that we have here on this earth, Jesus, because we don't know how much time that we have either for us to go to be with you or you to come here and be with us let your second coming help us to value the time that we have jesus the most precious commodity that we have because the day is coming when time shall be no more there'll be no more time it's all going to be eternal now and this is the only time we have to love to lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven because of our faith and our choices that we made on this earth. May they be the right choices, Jesus. May we live our lives to glorify you, Lord, in Jesus' name, and to value, treasure each day that we have, each day that we have with our loved ones, because they may be our last or their last. We don't know, Jesus, but we trust you, Lord. We know that you do all things well. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. She had to leave here And I'm trying to be brave and rise above it I really don't see how I can go on She's gone and now I'm trying to overcome it She left me standing As if going from one room into another She left and softly shut the door behind her I can't pass and must be patient till I join her We kiss goodbye for now, we say goodnight down here But up there we'll say good morning Maybe I cry right now, I weep at night down here But up there I'll be rejoicing For there I'll love her even as she'll love me I'll understand then, we'll have the time then, we'll love forever. Oh God, I need you, there's no way I will survive another minute. I feel just like my heart is torn in two. Like there's a raging storm and that I'm in it Yet I sense she's near me She's trying to tell me not to be downhearted That it's really just her body that's departed She's gone from here but more alive than ever We kiss goodbye for now We say goodnight down here up there we'll say good morning maybe i cry right now and weep at night down here but up there i'll be rejoicing for there i'll love her even as she'll love me i'll understand then we'll have the time then we'll love forever Yet for a while, and all these hurts will pass away like the night seasons Forgotten as a dream that's come and gone Or a 
story that is told and not repeated Yes, they'll be forgotten All the wringing of the hands and all the sorrow For the glories that are coming with tomorrow When we'll have our loved ones back with us forever We kiss goodbye for now We say goodnight down here But up there We'll say good morning Maybe we cry right now We meet at night down here But up there We'll be rejoicing For there we'll love them Even as they'll love us We'll understand them We'll, understand we'll have the time left They will love them even as they'll love us We'll understand, we'll, understand we'll have the time We'll love forever We'll understand, we'll, understand, we'll have the time And that's Jerry Palladino, we kiss goodbye for now. And Jerry has written oh, about four or five or maybe even six songs on this topic of life after death and bereavement and losing a loved one because he's lost two of his children prematurely. Well, not lost. They're not lost. They've gone on to heaven to the other side. But he has some beautiful songs to share. And he's going to share them on next week's International Nightlight program because I've already done the interview with him over Skype. And the, we're just in post-production to put that show together for you. So that's something to really look forward to. You're with Nightlight. Jimmy's Story. Sally jumped up as soon as she saw the surgeon come out of the operating room. She said, How is my little boy? Is he going to be all right? When can I see him? The surgeon said, I'm sorry, but we did all we could. But your boy didn't make it. Sally said, Why do little children get cancer? Doesn't God care anymore? Where were you, God, when my son needed you? The surgeon asked, Would you like some time alone with your son? One of the nurses will be out in a few minutes before he's transported to the university. Sally asked the nurse to stay with her while she said goodbye to her son. She ran her fingers lovingly through his thick red curly hair. Would you like a lock of his hair? The nurse asked. Sally nodded yes. The nurse cut a lock of the boy's hair, put it in a plastic bag, and handed it to Sally. The mother said, It was Jimmy's idea to donate his body to the university for study. He said it might help somebody else. I said no at first, but Jimmy said, Mom, I won't be using it after I die. Maybe it will help some other little boy spend one more day with his mom. She went on, my Jimmy had a heart of gold, always thinking of someone else, always wanting to help others if he could. Sally walked out of the Children's Mercy Hospital for the last time, after spending most of her last six months there. She put the bag with Jimmy's belongings on the seat beside her in the car. The drive home was difficult. It was even harder to enter the empty house. She carried Jimmy's belongings and the plastic bag with the lock of his hair to her son's room. She started placing the model cars and other personal things back in his room exactly where he had always kept them. She laid down across his bed and, hugging his pillow, cried herself to sleep. It was around midnight when Sally awoke. Laying beside her on the bed was a folded letter. The letter said, Dear Mum, I know you're going to miss me, but don't think I will ever forget you or stop loving you just because I'm not around to say I love you. 
I will always love you, Mom, even more with each day. Someday we will see each other again. Until then, if you want to adopt a little boy so you won't be so lonely, well, that's okay with me. He can have my room and old stuff to play with. But if you decide to get a girl instead, she probably wouldn't like the same things us boys do. You'll have to buy her dolls and stuff girls like, you know. Don't be sad thinking about me. This is really a neat place. Grandma and Grandpa met me as soon as I got here and showed me around some. But it will take a long time to see everything. The angels are so cool. I love to watch them fly. And you know what? Jesus doesn't look like any of his pictures. Yet when I saw him, I knew it was him. Jesus himself took me to see God. And guess what, Mum? I got to sit on God's knee and talk to him like I was somebody important. And that's when I told him that I wanted to write you a letter to tell you goodbye and everything. But I already knew that wasn't allowed. Well, you know what, Mum? God handed me some paper and his own personal pen to write you this letter. I think Gabriel is the name of the angel who's going to drop this letter off to you. God said for me to give you the answer to one of the questions you asked him. Where was he when I needed him? God said he was in the same place with me as when his son Jesus was on the cross. He was right there, as he always is with all of his children. Oh, by the way, Mom, no one else can see what I've written except you. To everyone else, this is just a blank piece of paper. Isn't that cool? I have to give God his pen back now. He needs it to write some more names in the book of life. Tonight, I get to sit at the table with Jesus for supper. I'm sure the food will be great. Oh, I almost forgot to tell you. I don't hurt anymore. The cancer is all gone. I'm glad because I couldn't stand that pain anymore. And God couldn't stand to see me hurt so much either. And that's when he sent the angel of mercy to come get me. The angel said I was a special delivery. How about that? Signed with love from God, Jesus, and me. Oh, oh, oh. 
that song was from heart to heart do not stand at my grave and weep more on this topic when i interview jerry on next week's nightlight show bringing you peace in the midst of the storm you're listening to nightlight well, that brings us to the end of this program. We've got just a few minutes left, so we'll play a From Jesus with Love meditation. Don't forget, next week on the next show, you're going to be hearing that interview with Jerry Palladino. God bless you all. I look forward to being back with you then. Bye-bye. Hungry and Thirsty Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Those who seek me diligently will find me. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Let my voice guide you and sustain you and keep you close to me. Pay attention to the voice of my word, for my words are powerful. They are life, they are truth, they are energy. They will give you the strength and grace to carry on. They will provide direction and guidance and counsel. They will support you when you feel weary or weak, and they will sustain you when you feel faint. They will provide peace when you feel confused and tired. They will provide energy and grace when you feel you cannot go on. Keep my words and treasure my commands within you. Pray, and I will come to you. I will answer your call. I will guide you continually and satisfy your soul.